This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Did you uh, watch the Super Bowl, Russ? Do I look like somebody who watches the Super Bowl? No, no. no. Well, I watched, I watched the halftime show because it was very me that was. In, in what way? Was that my era? My era of rap music that was Eminem, Dr. Dre, Snoop Diddley Dog, <laughs> the, the, the whole crew. We should do that. We're, we're not far from the Super Bowl, though, mate. We think about it. Viewers across the world, check. Celebrity fans, I had Daz Sampson. So all check. we need now is a <laughs> halftime show. That's all we need. Do you so want, did, should we do a meat raffle? Did someone did someone sing upside down or something? Is that something that I saw, or did I dream that? Somebody do it upside well, down. Yeah, yeah, fifty cent. Oh right, what's that? Was that who it was? Well, right, adjusting for inflation, it's twenty-five cents now. He's changed his name. Right, <laughs> and with that, should we run the titles? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. It's... Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I wasted all my life for that! What a screamer! A wise man on last night's co-commentary said, whisper it quietly, but that was the performance of champions. No whispering necessary here because that was the performance of champions. <laughs> and welcome to the Scarlet War, where we're showing no signs of coming down from the ecstasy pill that is the appointment of Dave Challenger. I'm Nick Lee, and I'm bad at estimating stuff. And with me tonight, it's twenty-three stone and seven foot two of prime podcast backbone. It's Rush Johnson. I am. I do. Yeah, I think you've overrated this. The weight there. I'm not 23 stone, but you know. No, that, well, I, I did lead up to it by saying I'm bad at estimating stuff. So oh maybe, right, I'm sorry. I maybe if, if you listened, you yeah, yeah, that. maybe, maybe I should do that once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a go. See, 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 see how it goes. You know. I might do. Do you know what? I was watching back on 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 last week's episode, and there, there are elements where I'm just doing other stuff, like looking at bits and batching you know, of stats and things, and I'm not listening to what you're saying. My girlfriend does that. So I'm used to it. Just constant. <laughs> Just doing other stuff. Fair enough. To be fair, when I'm talking, I want to do other stuff. 
So I can't imagine how you must feel. Yeah, it's uh, it's horrible, and and poor Liam's got to sit through this with us. Uh, so yeah, welcome, welcome Liam Richardson, media man at Stockport County, debut on the podcast. Um, thanks for coming, mate. How, how how are you feeling? How are you how are you doing? You a bit tired after last night? No, thanks for having me. It's uh, been a long time coming. Yeah, um, half four. We we got back yesterday to Carrington, so it was a uh, it was a late one, but uh, when you get three points, it's it's, it's always worth it. Lovely yeah. stuff. Lovely Memories stuff. of coming back from Brackley and places like that. After Weymouth. <laughs> I remember going to Weymouth last season and losing, and, and poor Sam Byrne, I thought he was going to throw himself onto the motorway on the way home. He was, <laughs> he was at rock bottom. So, oh, that's, a, that's a podcast exclusive. We'll, we'll ask him about that when he, when he, come, when he comes on. Um, okay, so tonight we're going to talk about Cheson. We're going to talk about the Bromley win last night. Uh, we're going to talk about Miles Hippolyte. We're going to talk about uh, Cody Johnson, probably. And anything else that we can do, uh, we can talk about County. Mainly, though, we're probably going to talk about being top of the league and and probably how do we stay there. And obviously, Liam, we will talk to you about um, your job at County and, and what that entails. Um, so, yeah, so I won't run any titles. I think we'll just get to it. So... Um, what, the first question that I wanted to ask you, and, and we'll, we'll come on to you a bit more later in depth, but what is what is it like in the camp at the moment? Because you're obviously close to the players and the management and all that kind of stuff. What what is the what is the feeling like around around the place? I've I've never you know I've been here three years now. I've not known anything quite like how it is now. Everything's so positive. There's such a good vibe around the place. Uh, Charlie is is so approachable with the players. I think they feel comfortable around him and. The biggest difference is the confidence. At the minute, they just they're going into every game thinking we're going to smash teams, and and I don't think that's been the case since since I've been here. It's it's right. it's it's a yeah, it's a completely different environment, and it and it happened. It changed almost overnight since Dave's come in. To be fair to him, he deserves all the all the praise in the world. I know people often say like you know look at the, the quality of the squad that he's got, and it should be easy, but it's it's not that easy. And he's 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 completely changed changed the place. It's it's a really Carrington's. A really good place to work at the minute, for, not just for the players, but for like the media team, the coaching staff. Everyone's really happy. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know, you're already causing uh, shockwaves on the airwaves, Liam. Uh, after hearing Liam's voice for so long, his face doesn't look how I'd imagined. Get in touch, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you expected. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. But... <laughs> <laughs> so, to be fair, though, when we first started streaming, someone messaged in and said, "I looked exactly." I would, <laughs> and I don't know how to take that. Yeah, it's it's one of them, isn't it? But yeah, so that, that, I mean that's good. I mean, uh, the, one quote I have heard is all the right tools in the box, and the, and the Charlie's getting the best out of the tools now. Um, what's uh, just just to go into it very slightly? What's frightening for me is he's not really got his own players in yet. That they're all players from a, from previous regimes. I think. I'm, I, again, I've, I'm, research isn't a thing we do on here, but I'm just going off memory. I think it's Johnson and Hippolyte are his only two, perhaps. Yeah, no, that's the case. Obviously, he's worked with with Jono before. I think yeah. he'll, he'll have come across uh, Miles um, when managing Hartlepool this season. But yeah, I mean, you talk about the right tools. I think it, it is a, a good squad that's been put together. Um, you know, credit to goes to Simon Wilson for that to an extent as well. Um, but Charlie's come in, and like you say, he's, he's he's not changed the system either. That's the thing; it's the same formation, but um, yeah, he's, he's getting the best out of it. He's, the biggest thing he's changed for me, um, and it's kind of like the, the squad mantra since he's come in. You'll see it plastered all over the places. Our identity equals intensity, 
Um, and, and that's been the biggest difference for me, the intensity that we play out. They, they, they train with that same intensity every single day. And that's why you, you can see that with, with the fittest team in the league by a distance now and the amount of running the lads do and the way that we press, it's it's pretty staggering to watch at times. Yeah. Identity equals intensity might be the earliest we've we've actually found the podcast title. Yeah. What, what are we on? Six minutes past. That's a record. Yeah. <laughs> write it down. Write it down. It remind me later I've about that. Done it, mate. Done it. <laughs> Un- underlined that, and everything. But that intensity when you talk about fitness and intensity, obviously, it is fitness and stamina that keeps that up. That that's that can be that can, that can be transferable to every division. So say say if we do go up this season in League Two, you still got that intensity. It doesn't change, does it? You're still fitter than players that are on the same pitch as you. Yeah. So that, again, that's you know, scary as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think the players that we've got are of a, a League Two standard at the least anyway. So I, I think if we do manage to get out of this division, then the sky's the limit. The hardest part is, is getting out of this fucking league. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's, <laughs> um, the, the one promotion place is, is just a killer, isn't it? And because and, yeah. we're playing catch up a little bit as well, there's, there's that small margin for error. I think I, think I said to Charlie the other week um, in one of his interviews, it's you can tell it's that small margin for error because you go on a club record 10 wins in a row. You find yourself 2-0 down at home to Chesterfield and all of a sudden everyone's going, shit, like I'm panicking a little bit because every every drop point is going to feel like a, a disaster at this point because we're, we're playing catch-up. Yeah. Or we're playing catch-up. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how different the mood would have been if we'd been 2-0 up against Chesterfield and we've been the ones to let it slip. It's just a totally different... We wouldn't have celebrated the way they did, would we? So no, that's, no, that's, definitely that's not. That's the thing. That, exactly, um, yeah. You talk yeah. about mentality. There's no way the lads, even if, we, yeah, I could I could maybe understand it if it had been nil nil when the red card happened and they, they'd hung on, but it was two nil. Yeah. There's, there's no way our lads would have celebrated for an away two nil lead like that. Chesterfield behaving weirdly. Oh, I, 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 I'm never having that. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> um. So just before we get into Chesnut, then just to say hello to everybody that's that's joined us live. We've got nearly. Well, we've got a lot live now at the moment, more than more than usual. So cheers, everyone. All the usual names. So thanks, everybody, for, for joining us. Uh, if you haven't already, please do subscribe um, and give us a like. And if you listen on the podcast back, do uh, do follow us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Um, Chesunt, then. Um, I know it seems quite a long time ago now, but it was only on Saturday uh, we played Chesunt. And um, again, I wouldn't say like a marquee performance, but it was, it was, it was tidy. And we'll come on to Cody Johnson in a minute. Cause that's my word for Cody Johnson. Um, it was, it just seemed routine, tidy. And, and, we, and we, we got there in the end. Yeah. I think obviously nine changes to the team as well. So it's, mm-hmm. it's an opportunity for some of the other lads to show what they can do. Um, maybe a little bit fortunate in the opening minutes when we started a bit slowly, obviously Ethan Ross had to make a, a couple of big saves. Um, yeah, I think I think we settled into our rhythm. I think that that can happen when you're making nine changes and these play, lads haven't played that often. There's going to be a little bit of rustiness, but I think they, they settled into a rhythm. Uh, I think Miles Hippolyte really grew into the game as it went on, and then Ben Whitfield coming on at half time really upped the ante a little bit and got the goal. And then even after the red card, I don't think we ever really looked like conceding. No, no, and the, the all these little pluses that you're dropping in as well. I mean, it's easy to gloss over them, isn't it? Like Ben Whitfield coming back, getting minutes. That's it's like a new signing, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, he's had forty-five uh, minutes under Chelly. Forty-five minutes he's played for so far. Yeah, yeah. And Hippolyte seems to have just slotted in nicely. I think I think Chelly mentioned it on last night's post-match 
or, or you mentioned it to him and he, and he elaborated on it. Yeah, I, I thought he was brilliant yesterday. Um, covered every blade of, well, not grass, Asperger, wasn't it? But, um, you know, he was... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, box to box, he, he pressed high and he's just slotted in really well. And, and that's that's credit to Charlie as well because that's not usually his position. He's usually a winger or a 10 or a forward, but he's slotted into that midfield three instead of Sars. Played a different role to Sars, which I think Charlie said has actually benefited us because it's a bit more... He's got the legs in midfield. He'll, he'll trap back. He'll press forward. He's, he, I thought he was really good and a, a big part of us winning yesterday. So what was that role last night? Because I, I didn't go and it was hard. There's like a pecking order, isn't there? When, you, when you're consuming a match, you, you're either at the match, the next one's a radio, the next one's probably Sam on Twitter, then the next one's asking a mate in the pub and then the next one's club call. It's really difficult. It's really difficult, isn't it? So, what sort of role did he play that compared to Sars? Because he's he not. You've got Collar and uh, Crowsdale in central midfield. Was he not further ahead of? of a a little bit at times, but then at the same time, sometimes he was the furthest back. I think with Sars, it's a little bit more like Sars does a lot of the underrated things in terms of keeping us ticking, keeping us on the ball, doing the simple things right, and and getting that transition from midfield to attack. Uh, Hippo was just, he, 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 honestly, he was everywhere. He was tracking back, winning the ball. He was getting forward. He linked up really well with Ryan Rydell down the left-hand side. That that was a really promising partnership. Uh, he's got an eye for a pass. Um, he got in the box a lot more in the second half as well. Um, and he, he, it was his pressing alongside Paddy that led to the, the second, winning the ball back and, and Quiggs going on and smacking it into the top corner. So, yeah, I think Shelley was, was full of praise for him after the game. I mean, um... I think there was a bit of an underwhelming reception to his side. As Simon Lomas has pointed it out, astute signing covers a lot of bases for us. Not every sign has to be for big money to add value. It's mm. that, absolutely spot on. And the fact he can he can play three or four different roles, it's just, it's just invaluable. It's exactly the sort of sign. I, th- I think we're, do- we're done for big name signings as far as I'm concerned. It is just adding that little bit of those utility yeah. players now. Yeah, yeah, the depth, yeah. yeah, that's it. And, you know... it. That's what Chelina was really good at at Hartlepool last season. He didn't have a lot to spend. He had to go out and, and buy Smart or buy Savvy. And with Miles, I think the, the big things that, if you look at the quotes when we did sign him, the big things that they, they hit on were versatility uh, and energy in, in midfield. And he's, he's brought all of those things, definitely. Yeah. And Scunthorpe weren't too, weren't too happy to to lose to lose him either. I mean, my father-in-law is a Scunthorpe fan and he said that he's pretty much the only player they've got who can play more than one position. It's, it's pretty much as though they're just resigning themselves to non-league football next season. Yeah, well, I think in in December it's um, I think he got nominated for League Two Player of the Year, uh, Player of the Month. Sorry, so um, right. You know, it's, it's, and when you're playing for the team rock bottom of the league, that's that's no easy feat either, is it? So, so he's definitely a league player, isn't he? I, so it, it makes it gives me a warm feeling inside that he's come to us and he's probably been obviously he's told been told about the project and and what what we're doing, and he's thought, well, yeah, I'm probably going to be in non-league for. A short amount of time, hopefully, and then he's back in the league with with the other lads. Um, let's touch on Cody Johnson then on Saturday. Um, Sixteen years old, um, came on. I know. I think I think Charlie mentioned, you know, they, they spoke about giving him the ball early so he could have a touch. Uh, the touch was, and I, I did it in the ground, and then sat, and then Sam Byrne tweeted it later. The touch was a Cruyff turn that sent two of their players into the pop side. I mean, that that's just great, isn't it? Brilliant, yeah. I've um, I cover the academy most most Wednesdays this season, and the, the lads there they absolutely rave about him. Um, he had some time out on Stockport, uh, Stockport Town on loan uh, earlier in the season with Matt Janssen, and Matt Janssen raves about him. Uh, he does all the simple things right, and he's just got that confidence. Uh, 
what I really liked about him was he throughout the 90 minutes he was always asking for the ball even in tight spaces uh, and I would like the senior lads have the confidence to give it him in tight spaces as well which, which says a lot from what they've seen in training as well yeah oh yeah it was it was it was it was it was just a, a joy to a joy to watch and the the only the only sort of sour note is we had um I say sour note sort of sort of negative really is we had um, Mark Brockbank on the show last week and that's not that's not the negative we love Mark he can come back on <laughs> but he's, he, <laughs> nice he knows save. he knows a lot about the academy and he said obviously with the setup we've got at the moment clubs can just come and pick our players because there's nothing keeping them here that's that's got to be a danger surely yeah that's the problem and that that'll remain the case until we get back in the football league unfortunately yeah. until they're until at the minute we have to wait until players are 18 and they sign a pro contract before we can protect them um luckily we managed to do that with with jack inchy and then got a big fee for him so that, that's that's the model we want to go at once we're in the league we have a little bit more protection there and we can sign these players on in, in pre-contract terms but for now yeah that is the danger i think uh john was a bit worried john kieran after the game on saturday that he'd maybe bigged him up too much and all of a sudden Aston Villa were going to come calling for him or something. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's always the danger we've got to to be aware of. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's football, isn't it? Um, I mean, you can't you can't like sort of judge a player off one match, but if if that's anything to go by in terms of his all round game and and the potential that's there, then that's really exciting for me. Um, well, Russ, you use the one word to describe him, tidy. I'm going to mm. extend to three three words, and I'll see what you think. Football manager, region. <laughs> yeah, I suppose Co- so. Yeah, Co- Cody Johnson is just peak regen name. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had a Bob Letitier once. I thought that was peak regen. Yeah, yeah. never seen another Letitier, have you? No. Are you a football manager player, Liam? On the oh, long yeah. trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. Oh, Big good time. man. Good. So the. Uh... The references won't be lost on you then. That's good. No. That's good. That's all, all we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. For the past for the past seven years. Um so yeah, Cheson, I thought Cheson were pretty good to be fair. Um, I thought they, they tried to play football. I know there was an element of me towards the you know, start of the second half thinking they could nick it here. It could have it could be that smash and grab that um that, that Henry who, who we had on a couple of weeks ago, Cheson fan mentioned, but um yeah, we, we managed to get past it in the end. Was it did, did you do commentary for that, by the way, Liam? I didn't. I was at the match, uh, so no, it was Sam Byrne for that one. Was it Sam? Sam? Last night, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, so what did you make of the the match overall in terms of in terms of their ability compared to us? Because the three divisions, two divisions below us. Two, yeah, two divisions. I thought they were good. To be fair, I think very mm. like I don't want to sound patronising, but like you're very traditional only team, very well drilled, very well organised. The big lad up front in in Rowan Lybird, who. who you know, was a handful. He scored against us in the past for Hereford and Geisley. So they were always going to be a, a danger. Um, you know, how many times have we, you know, like Lark Hall um, earlier in the season, it's the biggest, they were advertising it as the biggest game in their club's history before the game. So it's the first yeah. they've ever got in the competition. So they're obviously going to be fired up for it. They're obviously going to want it. And, you know, to be fair to County, we, like I say, we were with that early storm, but I do think we were always in control of the game. It was just a case of, of getting the goal. Yeah, I think once you, once you get the goal, then obviously it's that classic. They've got to come out. Then they've got they've they've got to go for something. So it probably end up um, if if we'd have got that earlier, it might have been a different story. Um, yeah, and and the lad that came off the bench as well for them, absolutely rapid in behind and and, and did cause us issues. To be fair, I mean, obviously they led to the red card. There was an incident just before that where Ethan came flying out, didn't he, and took a clattering. Um, and then Ben, and then the same thing happened with Ben. Um, 
soon after he came on as well. So yeah. uh, it, it did cause us issues running off the, the back of Hogs and Keno, but we, we saw it through in the end. So just going back yeah. to, to, to Cody though as well, you know, shouldn't miss out Josh Edwards as well. Who, yeah, yeah. Who was, yeah. was really good in the first half. Um, Scott Holden in the last round and you know, it's, it's great to see all these young lads getting a chance because there's a lot of work going in behind the scenes with like Damien Allen, Michael Raines, Paul Turnbull, they're getting a, a proper education and it's, it's good to see that that flourishing to be fair. Yeah, as we, as we touched on last week, it's good to see there's actually a pathway for these players to the first team as well. And hopefully if big clubs do come knocking, they might think, well, I've, I've got it good here, I'm getting getting a bit of football and with the facilities we've got, why not, why not stay and develop here? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, and and as well, well I, th- I think what, what's really good is that the, the the tutors they've got these lads. They're not just they're not just any old coaches. They're players that have been through that process themselves. They've actually yeah, the high, t- they, yeah. they've trodden that path, haven't they? In, yeah. in like in, in real life, so um, you can't that experience. You can't. You can't. There's nothing better than that. So um, they're in good. It's, it's not not just about the highs, is it? It's about the lows as well. And I think with the with the coaching staff they've got there. They're going to learn everything they need, I think. Yeah, yeah. You're not well. just you're not just learning about being a footballer. You're learning about what it means to be like proper county from people like Paul Turnbull. Yeah. Then you, you can't ask yeah. for more. Can't exactly. ask for a better yeah. role model. I um, want Paul Turnbull to t- tell me what it takes to be proper county. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, if you're listening, come on down. Um, uh, Ethan Ross is sign uh, sending off. Obviously, that leaves us. Um, in, in a bit of a predicament, and we signed Ashby Hammond, I think his name is. Yeah, uh, younger brother Luka. of the keeper who was at, at Boring Wood, I think. Boring Wood on loan, yeah. Yeah. Um, as, what, have, you, have you seen him yet? Have you seen him train or anything like that? Uh, Saw him train at, like at Oxford City. Um, looked really sharp, to be fair. Really impressive. Uh, he met the lads down there, obviously, because he was travelling up from Fulham, but he seems to have settled in really quickly. Obviously, only here for a month, but... Um, it's it's important to have that cover because Ethan picked up an injury as well now. So even though he served his suspension, he's still unavailable. If Ben wakes up with COVID all of a sudden, then yeah, all of a sudden you've got Liam Hogan in that. So um, I said it'd it be Hogan. So someone mentioned it on one of the message boards. Said, "Who do you reckon our designated keeper is? And if we've not got one on the bench, and I said, I bet it's Hogan." Yeah, I think I think Hogs was a was a keeper until he was about fourteen. So really, I, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it would probably be him, but. Obviously, Luca's come in. Uh, he doesn't. Chelsea's never going to play a keeper on the bench in a league game. That's that's just not what he does. He'll only ever do it for cup games um, because they're one-off games, and there's you know there's, there's more at stake yeah. in those games. So he'll always throw a keeper on for a cup, but never for the league. It's same because... as my own football manager. Really, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. is is that is that because you can only name five? If you can name seven, as in the football league, yeah, would he would he use one of those as a, as a keeper spot? Yeah, yeah, I think he would. I think he did at Hartlepool this season earlier in the season. I think it's more with the five subs. It's it's risk and reward, isn't it? So yeah. it's yeah, five, five subs. It's, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah. Um, you, so HB has asked, uh, the question is, does, does Hogan have a goalkeeper shirt made up for him? Asking for a shirt, fam- famous shirt fancier Ben Walker. <laughs> fancier. Because <laughs> I think he'll, he'll be halfway there now trying to find it. I don't think he does, but I'll, uh, I'll ask Richard Landon next time I see him to, to mock one up. So. <laughs> uh, Just mock one it. up, post a picture of it, tag Ben Walker in it, and then bury it somewhere. Yeah, and name your price. Yeah. <laughs> um, All the money stuff. goes to Chesterfield's Frost Covers. 
Oh, let's 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 not make it all about Chesterfield. Come on, we've got our own we've got our own uh, shit shit to sort out, haven't we? Um, so next next round of the cup, then um, loving the, loving that mug. If, if people obviously if if people no. on the pod, audio podcast can't see this, Liam's got the new uh, the new Charlie bug. Loving that. I'm all about brand placement, me. <laughs> <laughs> Available in the club shop and online. Yeah. If I'd have had a bit more notice, I'd have had Vita plastered in the background. So just, uh, ran out of time. So. Oh, um, I forgot what I was going to say then. Oh, uh, next round of the cup, um, we've got Needham Market away. Um, again, I think two divisions below us in the Central League. Yeah, lowest ranked side left. So Yeah, which... It's nice getting all these lower rank sides, isn't it? Because you, you, I still think I still think with Needham Market, we've got to be careful because they've, they've already beat two teams from our division, I think, in the cup. Um, so it's no easy task. Yeah, no, I think Yeovil and Wheel, I think they beat. So um, that won't be easy, um, especially going there as well. I'm not sure what what state their pitch will be like. It'll be it'll be difficult, but um, you know we've had a couple of easy draws in the trophy, but in the FA Cup, it was the uh, Quite the opposite, weren't it? So, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know this. I'm just guessing. But once we're, now we're at the quarterfinal stage, I don't know whether he might start playing a stronger team when we go there now. And, and yeah. no missing about two wins from Wembley. Um, do you think it'll it. depend on when when the Notts County game gets rescheduled for? Because if if that comes three days after Needham Market, that might affect possibly. The, yeah. Process yeah. a bit. Yeah. Well, obviously, Notts have got the Dover game. To rearrange first, and and that that passed by in non-controversial fashion. At all no one seems all that bothered by that. And that's it's just so non-league, and it. Do you see the the owner with the the, we, the weather report that he printed off? Like, I, I have little time for Dover at the best of times, and it's just I'll, I'll be I'll be very glad when we never. I mean, we won't have to encounter him again after this season anyway. We, we we're done regardless. No, but it'd be nice to have, you know, two leagues between us, wouldn't it? So yeah, yeah, just safe distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, but you'd expect that if we played, if we played anything near a strong, strong enough team, you know, strong, our strongest side, and we turned up and and put in a performance, that should that should see us through that through that tie. I would have thought. Yeah, I think so. Um, like, if the knots counted, the game does get put back to that Tuesday immediately after. Then I think, you know, Charlie spoke said last Thursday he said that the priority will always be the league game, um, but we'll we'll just do what we did this week and win both. Yeah, yeah, I know it's great, isn't it? I know. Yeah, yeah. It's conf- nothing to conf- worry about. You know, that's it. Conf- that's that's the thing with with uh, Charlie's sort of pre and post match. It just, I, I just love his analysis of it and his in his um, honesty and his. Just the way he's so confident, it's it's just it's it's spreading out into everybody. I think. Yeah, there's still that appetite for constant improvement as yeah, well. Yeah, and he, he knows where it is. It's it's not a matter of oh, I'll have to get in training and see what's happening. He knows within as soon as the game's finished, that's it. He knows what he's working on yeah. the next day. Fantastic. Yeah, that's it. And he's he's that's what always impresses me the most. He's never fully satisfied. Like yesterday, I, I knew what I was doing. I teed him up for it. Like I said, oh, close to the perfect away performance. Yes. I knew he was going to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we, we we conceded, so no, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, that's that's what I like about him. He's always he'll never be satisfied, and he'll never let those step the players drop the standards as a result of that. So we're we're in safe hands there. Yeah. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. I, th- I was ex- half expecting him to get you in a headlock and start going, no, it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the perfect performance. Um, so that's Cheson and that's the FA Trophy. So we'll park that until that comes round again, which is in a few weeks. Um, on to Bromley then, last night. 
Um, I put out a question last night, after, albeit after we were 2-0 up, just saying, did anybody expect this? 99% of the comments come back, apart from yours, Nick, obviously. But everybody pretty much said, didn't expect that. I, I was hoping for a draw. I thought it'd be a, a much tougher game than it was. And listen to it on the radio, listen to yourself and JK. Straight from the off, it just sounded like we were on the front foot. Yeah, look, we just didn't give them the ball. You know, we didn't let them have, have it for a minute, really. Um, it, I was surprised as well, because like you, I, I thought it'd be a tough game. I was like, maybe take a point. Um, probably not off the back of drawing with Chesterfield. I always thought four points from those two games would be good. Mm. Um, I mean, if you'd have told me we'd have to play without Sars for those two games and take four points, then I definitely have took it. Yeah. Um, but but it was it was the way that we won. It was so convincing. Um, it was probably our best, certainly second half, our best performance in the league under Chaloner, uh, which you know is a is a pretty high bar anyway. Um, you know the, the be- best home record in the division, and they they just they didn't get a kick. I think part of that was because of how they played. I think they wanted us to let them have the ball to an extent, and they were trying to wait for a mistake, but. The mistake never came. To be fair, it was it was a spot on performance from everyone for for ninety minutes. I've got a. In fact, can you carry on talking amongst yourselves. I've got a comment from their forum. That, uh, All right, because I'm, I'm the type of weirdo who goes on a. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, right. I haven't got time for that. <laughs> for some for, for for some perspectives, the Bromley fans, considering they're one of the smaller sides in the league and uh, in amongst the playoffs, they're not happy. They're not a fan of the manager they've got there who's turned down two football league clubs to stay there. So what they've said, uh, for some perspective last night, Stockport were excellent. They're money bags and have a quick, strong, big side of league quality who were well-drilled and didn't give us a sniff. In Madden and Quigley, they have two strikers who took all the chances they were presented. For my money, they're the best team we'll play this season. and Their results suggest they will win the league, unless Boreham Wood can go on an insane run. In fact, Stockport would be over the hill and far away if they hadn't pissed away half the season. But at least they moved to Chalina when they did, and Wrexham didn't. And that should make all the difference. I genuinely think this Stockport side could be second in League Two below Forest Green. So the golf last night came as little surprise. Firstly, at Forest Green. Whoa! <laughs> what, second? What, two titles yeah, in a we're, row? We're better than Forest Green. I don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it's a strange one. And. Watching them play last night, if that's how they play most weeks, I can understand why. It was it was passive. I thought they'd have more of a go. It's a it's a huge game for them. They can go within two points of us if they win with a game in hand. And then they just they didn't have a go until they were 3-0 down. Um I mean, to, to be fair, to the first half, they they kept they managed us quite well. We had a lot of the ball, a lot of territory in the in the final third, but um didn't really it was half chances in the first half, uh, up until we scored really. But with the quality we've got up front with Paddy Madden and Scott Quigley, then it was always we we're always going to get a chance, weren't we? And, and we did, and then it just the game plan fell apart from there for them. Uh, uh, one thing I did notice from the commentary uh, was how how deep Michael Cheek was playing. One of the best strikers in the league, and it's, that's, that was a common theme from the Bromley Forum as well. That he's yeah. one of the best natural goal scorers in the league, and they've basically got him in midfield. Essentially, he's, he's dropping that far back. Well, yeah, earlier in the season when they came to us, they were they were actually playing him as a as a number ten behind Alabi, mm. um, which is bizarre for the, the you know, yeah. Golden Boot winner last year. Um, and they played him up front on on Tuesday, but to be fair, we had so much of the ball, he was having to drop so deep. There was one point he was he got fouled on the edge of the the Bromley penalty area, and it was Liam Hogan tracking him all the way up to the, up the other end of the pitch that fouled him. So um, 
that I think that was just a sign of how high up the pitch we were playing. I think Macca and, and Ryan Rydell were, were essentially playing as wingers rather than wing-backs. Um, and they, 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 they couldn't get out, to be fair. Yeah, any, any, any team that's done well against us tends to sort of quell uh, Macca and, and Rydell, don't they? And and if that's the case, that that probably in fourth position at the start of the night didn't do that, that's... That's really poor, really. Isn't it? I mean, well, it's, it's poor to let them just roam, isn't it? You know, and 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 be so passive. Do you think? Do you think, based on Boreham Woods, sort of what we know about Boreham Wood, are they the same? Are they quite passive because they don't concede many, but they don't score many either? When we went there, um, obviously it was the third game of the season under under Simon Rusk, and mm. we, we were the better team that day. You know, it was nil nil. Um, Keno hit the post. Um, Nathan Ashmore made a great save from Alex Reed. We, we should have won that game coming out of the back of it. So. They were very passive that day, and obviously we weren't at our best and got a point there. Um, so yeah, I think and I think when you look at their results, they do draw a lot of games, and when they draw, mm. they tend to draw against um, the likes of Weymouth at home, you know, teams like that, which would suggest to me maybe I think they're very difficult to beat for the the top teams because they set up well, they're very organised. We saw that in the FA Cup uh, under yeah. Luke Garrard. But going forward, I think if the team sits in against them, I think they struggle to break them down nine times out of ten. Yeah, not, not quite yeah. got that ruthlessness as a no, and, and count they've, area, really. they've lost Chimanga in the summer as well. Let's not yeah. forget, which yeah. is a, yeah, a massive yeah. blow. If, I mean, if they had him up front, then I, I really would be worried about them right now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably we'll probably have a separate show, a separate podcast about our rivals, but um, obviously they're the only ones that can overtake us now. I think, um, and with their fixture pile up, they could only name five subs for the FA Cup game. I think, they've, I think they're thin on the ground. It's it's looking good. It's looking good, yeah, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'm not worried about Chesterfield. Even before we played them last week, I I don't think Chesterfield are going to last. I don't, I don't think they'll keep up. They've already started faltering a bit. I mean, we're not going to win every game, let's be honest. As much no. as we like to think we're, that there will there'll probably quite possibly be a defeat in there. But it, the defeat could come in that final four games and we could have already won it by then. You know, that, that's that's how it's, it's it's just mental. It's absolutely bonkers. But it, I mean, it's like people have mentioned in the comments as well. The pl- the players getting involved in the songs and with the fans at the end. At the end, it's like it's like twenty nineteen on speed. It, it's mental. Mm. Yeah, it's just just the fact everyone's bought into it. And it's so obvious. It's so obvious for outside, and that's what fans of other teams are saying as well. Just from watching highlights, and you can see that the players have bought into it. There, that, that's that's a big a bit of big gripe of Wrexham fans. They said they don't feel like half of their players are bothered. Really? They don't, they don't think half of their players understand what it means to represent a club like that. Well, we're sorted, thanks. I, mean, I, I, I must admit, when we signed Madden, I thought it was a great signing, but I thought, does he, is he buying into what we're doing? Bloody hell, he is. Oh, my word. Absolutely yeah. sensational. P- player of the year for me so far, Paddy. I think um, he's the only one that's done it consistently over the course of the entire season. I think he's I think he's brilliant. You know, he's 15 goals, but he's so much more than a goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back. He's, there, there, was, there was one point where he picked it up on the edge of our penalty area after a, a corner for them and just played the most unbelievable pass in between the lines for, for Ryan Radel to run onto, and all of a sudden we're on the counter-attack. He's, he's just... He's a, He's a level above most players on the pitch in this league. You yeah. can see that every time he's on the ball. Same with Sars, to be fair. Those, those, the, the vision that they have is is pretty frightening. Yeah. I, well, we I saw a lot of Madden when he played for both Scunthorpe and Fleetwood. And I'd, I'd go, when, well, I'm going to say, when we're in League Two next season, he'll still be a step above that as well. Because he's, yeah. he's just ultra quality. 
Yeah, well, I think he's what three or four goals away from the League One all-time high goal scorer record. Yeah. So, mm. you know, he'll break that with us if we're if we're quick. So, <laughs> gotta move on. Well, there's nowhere we're Madden. There's no, um, there's no sort of the, the big I am with it. He does all the running as well. He does all the hard work. He runs non-stop every single game for the full game. Um, gritty, gritty, yeah, yeah really absolutely, yeah. He's, he's a grafter, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that um, that the, the the assist for Quigley to put us up against Bolton in extra time. That that. Yeah, I would I would say assist of the season, but it's right up there for me. It really is. It's right up there against a league a league one defense. Um, so yeah. Um, anything more about the Bromley game? Anything stick out? I mean, well, we've not seen the goals yet. In fact, I wanted to ask you, Liam. Are you? Do you? You don't do the editing for the goals, do you? That's um, Stan Powell. That's Dan in it. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah. So so none of us have apart, unless you went. I don't, I don't think it's been out on anywhere else. What was Quigley's goal like? I've seen it back to be fair, it's brilliant. So Paddy and, and Miles both press on the halfway line, pinch the ball off Chris Bush and, and Quiggs just gets it. He runs to I'd say about twenty yards out and then he just he just you know, there's no other way of putting it, he twats it into the top corner, just like <laughs> absolutely puts his foot through it. The keeper's got no chance and it's um when you see it back on the replay, we're we're behind it, so you don't appreciate it. I didn't appreciate it at the time, but when you see it back up from Dan's view. The, the pace that, that he's hit it at, it absolutely flies in. So, uh, but to be fair, Paddy's second was every bit as good for me technically. Right. It's uh, throw into the box. It got flicked on by Quiggs, and he's 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 hooked it on the half volley over his shoulder into the opposite top corner. It was, uh, yeah, t- ten o'clock. Yeah, t- well, t- ten o'clock. The highlights go out, so it's uh, it's, it's worth a watch. Nice. Yeah, I can't wait. I did, I did notice in your uh, in your interview with Charlie. Where he said um, he didn't know Quigley could kick it that far. <laughs> that, that was that was that was the perfect opportunity for you to counter with. He kicked it further than John Kieran goes on his holidays. So you can have, you can have that. You can have that for next time, Liam. I'll let you have that. I'll keep that one in my back pocket. Yeah, yeah. No, but he, he, Quigley's needed that as well. He, he's he's been due a goal. Mm. I think Boxing Day he'd not scored since. So uh, hopefully he's back to his best now. Definitely looked it afterwards. So. Yeah, and I think like Charlie said, tr- strikers go through droughts, they go through peaks and troughs, they, they just got to keep on going, haven't they? They just know it's Taylor's oldest time, so it was going to come with the quality he's got. Um, I just hope he kicks on from here because he, he'll be lethal, you know. It's... Yeah, and, and he, he's another one, even when he wasn't scoring, he was still maximum effort. You can never doubt his commitment, his effort, his shit is is he's absolutely top notch. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's brilliant. Um yeah. He's a he's a massive character and uh, yeah everyone loves Quicks. So yeah. Anybody else stick out for you last night? Um Hippolyte got a lot of plaudits again. I know when we spoke about him earlier in the sh- in the in the show. Anybody else apart from apart from the ones we mentioned? Uh I thought Crosby was really good again, but I think he's been outstanding since 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 Dave's come back in, he just breaks everything up. He's there at the edge of the box. He's, he's, I love a holding midfielder myself personally because I think they're yeah. so underrated. And I think he's, yeah, he's got his exactly. goals as well in, in front of goal. I think he's, I think he's been brilliant. And, uh, and, and Ryan Johnson as well, you know, talk about astute signings from, from Dave Chaloner. He's another one. He's slotted into that back three pretty seamlessly. I, okay, doesn't maybe offer as much as, as Kitchwood going forward, but in terms of when you're going into those big games against Bromley away, then he's, he's not going to give you anything away. He's, he's really I mean, good. Considering this time last year, the, the conversation a lot of us were having was 
is Kitchen going to be back soon? You know, we need we need Kitchen. Yeah, we need him back. Yeah, and now now he's not even a guaranteed starter. It's to have made yeah. those strides um, in the year. It's brilliant. Well, it's it's to be fair. I think it's rather than Ryan Johnson. That's more the, the emergence of, of Ryan Rydell. To be fair, yeah. down that left hand side, yeah. just a, yeah. a revelation. Twenty years old as well. Twenty one. I think it is now. It's yeah, it absolutely frightens me that. Yeah. yeah, and 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 that's why you know. I know it gets a bit of stick sometimes, but sticking these players on three-year deals, that, that gives us that protection. Like, how many times down the years have we seen Jimmy Ball or Danny Lloyd or Matty Warburton leaving on and we get nothing for it? I know we got a bit yeah. for Jimmy Ball, but, you know, leaving on three because we've not got that protection. Well, we've got that now. If a player comes in for Will Collar or, you know, Ryan Rydell, then the ball's in our court to an extent, yeah. Yeah. which is, is a big difference. Yeah, they'll have to pay for it, won't they? Yeah, that's, exactly, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. That's my bingo. Everyone can mark that off on the bit on the on the county podcast bingo. Good stuff. Um, can't, we can't let it pass. Uh, Mini in two hundred appearances. That was Chesson, was it? I think it was two hundred. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's his birthday as well, either today or yesterday. Well, so, happy birthday, Sam! Happy birthday, Sam! Friend of the podcast. Um, yeah. It's probably worth mentioning. We've mentioned it uh, sort of sporadically. We had it. We had Sam on years ago. We were semi-pro. Uh, I don't know. I think he just, I'm not sure he just joined the club, but he was already not a long good after, player. Yeah. Not long after. Um, and he joined us in the pub for a live show. I say live show, obviously pre recorded. And we said to him, um, if we went professional, would you sign a contract? And without even skipping a beat, he went, yeah, I would definitely. Did um, he have hair back then? No. No, no, no. he didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow no. He, had, he had less than he does now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, Sam's a Sam's a legend, and I think you know I, I always hesitate sometimes before using that word because I know some people are like, "Well, we're in non-league. Do these players count?" But for me, you yeah, can't. There's no, yeah, there's no other way of describing players like Sam Minahan, Ben Hinchliffe, Ash Palmer. Yeah, you know, uh, and if, if we win the league this year, they'll be the. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they'll be the first ever players to win two titles with a club. Yeah. So and what Kino other, as what, well. Kino as well, of course. So, what, what other category can you put them in? Right. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a side now with four club legends in it, and then come April, May, we could have another sixteen or seventeen to add to the list, yeah. all being well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even crossing my fingers because I'm just certain it's going to happen. Like I was certain we beat Bromley last night, Russ. <laughs> well, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hold my hands up. I hold my hands up. No, but le- the, the word the word legend is on is on different levels, and I think you can have the you can have it at, at the lower levels and the higher levels. I think when we did the live show with Mike Flynn, when he was talking about levels for those that were there, he, he was saying you've got to remember that he played in the championship at a very good level and finished eighth, whereas we're in the national league now. But it's still, you know, you can still have a legend at both of those levels. I think, mm. and at any level, you know, it's it's what you do for the club. And, and Whoever, if you excel at whatever level we're at, and yeah, fit's done it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I've never got that school of thought that oh, because when we get back into the league, are we just gonna never mention anyone that played for or managed us in non-league again? No, no, obviously. So no. the legends. Yeah. Although absolutely. no no one's coming in the comments saying we're wrong for once. So it's usually a good sign. I, I don't yeah. know why I'm, I'm pushing this so hard. It's like <laughs> yeah. let's move on. Let's move on quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um okay, let's move on. Um let's move on to you, Liam. Um and 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 let's talk about you because you do a lot of interviewing 
and nobody ever asks you any questions, do they? So, so about you, and I feel like I feel like this is this is this is time for you, Liam. It's your time now. Let's let's get to know Liam. So, so what? How did how did the job come about? Because I know I remember seeing you um, at County Ladies. I think doing doing bits um, when I was the goalkeeping coach there. How did it all come about, and how did you how did you step up into this exe- media executive role, which is yeah, you know, so- fantastic, by the way. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so I, I started as a student um, from university. I went to to UCFB, uh, and it was January twenty nineteen. So it was halfway through the title winning season that I started, um, and we've you know we've been great since then. So you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's you know, <laughs> correlation or causation. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it was a three year deal. Three year deal. <laughs> yeah. So I, I it was. The role was advertised in my university and straight away, obviously, I I applied for it. You know, I've been watching County since I was a kid. Uh, There was no way I wasn't going to get it. Um, So I I started that alongside Jack Riley. And originally that was just to to come in and kind of help out with the socials like on a match day. So like the Instagram, the Facebook, uh, and then just to help with the the, the comms through the week. Um, So I did that for about a year um, as a volunteer basically and then uh, that summer I, I then me and jack then took over the, the running of the twitter account as well on a match day upped it and then yeah around it was around january 2020 so about a year in um john kieran came up to me and, and said you know that between me and you that there's a takeover likely to be happening there's going to be a role there for someone to, to run the media um i'm going to recommend you for it um you know, so would you would you be interested? So, you know, I had a long hard thinking about 0.5 seconds later, I said yes. <laughs> um, then obviously the takeover happened, but then there was the pandemic, so that kind of have held that up a little bit um, in terms of bringing me on full time. Um, yeah, and then it was about it was it was this time last year to when I officially went full time in my role as, as media executive. Um, Still learning, still got lots of lots of growth, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. To be honest, I, I love it every day. So it's 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 exactly the role I went to university to to get in here. So it's it's, it's dream come true. So take us take us briefly through your week. Then imagine we have a Saturday and Tuesday match. What does your week consist of starting Monday? Start so starting Monday will be prep for the. Um, for the Tuesday game, so I'll be writing stuff like the match preview, uh, getting all the graphics ready, the stats, the team news, all that. If I'm on radio, I'll be doing my research for that. Um, I'll be at Carrington. Research. Well, sometimes yeah. <laughs> it doesn't show, does it? We, we might try that one day. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I've done well because I'll turn up with like a page full of research, and then John brings out a big file of facts full of like <laughs> about that thick. Uh, What's it? What's it like doing co-coms with J.K.? That's one of the questions we've had. I mean, me, me, we've done it, haven't we, Nick? Um, I, I, I can't get my head around how talented it. He I is. was just so in awe like, of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's brilliant. It's been it's pretty surreal for me because like I've been growing up listening to him uh, commentate on County and talk about County, and all of a sudden I'm sat next to him doing it. Um, I never really expected to be doing it. It was just in conversations with Strawberry Radio in the summer, John kind of asked me, like, would you be prepared to help out? So I thought I'd give it a go. But, yeah, no, John's so enthusiastic for it, and he he, he really carries you through it as well. Obviously, I was shitting it the first time I did it at South End, but um, he was great, and I think he's, he's he's the master. I can't ask for anyone better to, to learn from. He's been a real, not just in the radio, but in, in like media and PR, he's been a real mentor for me um, whilst, I'm at the, whilst I've been at the club. I hope he's not watching. 
Yeah, he might be. He might yeah. be. He don't want fifty yet. <laughs> no, he's far too, pro- far too yeah. professional for that. Um, one one of the questions we have had uh, is who was the who's because do do you travel with J.K. to matches? So John John tends to make his own way these days. So it'll be me, Sam Byrne, Dan Powell. We'll travel with uh, Lando, the Kitman. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Right. Okay. In in Lando's big van. In Lando's big van, the Lando mobile. Right, right, got you. <laughs> right, well, I won't, I won't ask the question then because the question was was about who's the biggest wind up in the car. You are JK, but that's that's irrelevant. Oh, really. I've I didn't I read the question wrong. So what did you what did you read? Up, I I thought it was wind. Like who does the most like Trump? Oh yeah, no. It, do you know what it is? It is that. I, was why, say, why I don't I, I don't think John Kieran trumps. And I, I also think he's smooth down there. No, he's, he's, like, he's like the Queen, isn't he? He's, he's never, <laughs> <laughs> never carries cash and never from. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and he pays £12 million to get his relatives off. Yeah. Uh, charges. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one comment coming here from Sydney Exile, uh, just thanking you for all the socials because they do help, you help people. Exiles keep, keep connected with the club and definitely second that here on. Uh, on the on the podcast, um, so that's so that's preparing, and then and then what happens? Obviously, that, that's a question I wanted to ask you. Actually, do you do you do the Twitter while you're commentating? Surely not. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. That, I Tw- mean, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Still... So it's uh, yeah, that's it. Took a while. It took a while yeah. to yeah. get into the rhythm of it. Because let, let, I mean, let's just think about that for a second. When I, when I did the co comms, I was I was so ingrained on watching what was happening on the pitch because Jake John would would come to me at some point. I knew he was going to come to me at some point, and you have to be ready to speak. So I'm that's 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 enough brain power for me. But to have to do buffer or whatever it is you do because it's all I think it's all you write it once it goes out to all 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 three accounts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's that's something else. That well, yeah. It took a lot of getting used to. Don't get me wrong, um, and then sometimes you you do miss stuff, and so I'm always having to just make sure I'm listening to what what John's saying, and I can kind of sometimes I have to like bullshit it a little bit. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's what you have to do because if I'm I can't type and watch at the same time, obviously. But you you kind of get into the rhythm of it. Sam Sam does similar, to be fair, Sam Burns. Yeah. So um, it's just, just practice, I think. But uh, yeah, no, I, I can, yeah. The first time I did co-commentary was the you know the first game at Broadhurst Park where they, where they went nah, and I was on co-coms for that and John John introduced me by saying oh here's Nick with his trademark wit and wisdom, and straight away I had like seven of my mates text me at the same time going wit and wisdom fuck off, so <laughs> for you I, and I just that was me done for the night but, I, I couldn't concentrate on anything so for you to be multitasking like that. <laughs> I have had to change my name on uh, the name on my passport to Stockport uh, Liam Richardson, Stockport County's media man. That's that's just my name now. That's <laughs> all anyone ever introduces me as these days. So. Uh, like it, like it. Um, so, so, and th- so, what else then? So, is is it? I take it after a Tuesday game, get up on a Wednesday. You've, I take it you've been in work today, or you but you got in late or something because it was a, a late night, and then you're just back at it again, preparing for the next match. Is that is that how it? Yeah. Pretty much on- is? On a Wednesday, usually I'll, I'll cover the academy um, at Stockport Sports Village. So either the first years or the second years are always playing at home. They weren't today, thankfully. So that was that would have been an early get up. But um, yeah, no. So I'll, co- I'll cover the academy, then I'll come home, um, 
and yeah, and then start prepping for Saturday. So I'll, obviously, I'll, I'll do the interview with Dave on a Thursday. So I have to start prepping for that, getting my questions ready. Again, the match preview needs doing. Um, Thursdays are always our uh, media days at Carrington. So that's when we'll get everything done, all the video content that we do and stuff like that, all the, the getting to knows or the who am I's or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. We'll always do those on a Thursday. Um, so it's Wednesday's more about prepping for that. And then Thursday's about putting it into place. And then right. Friday, well, I'm usually traveling. So, right. So the getting to knows then, should we do getting to know Liam Richardson? <laughs> that is smooth, oh. mate. God, you're good at this. I know. Wasn't... It's not even it's not even my full-time job either. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I've, I've nicked some of your videos, so hopefully you don't mind. But I'm only going to use it for you, and then, yeah. then, it, then it's, then it's going to go. So um, are you ready for this? So let's, let's pick the first one. Let's go. So... Just wait before you answer. For, for those that are on the audio podcast, that said, that said, what was the first game that Liam went to? And I'm probably going to, have to say that after every video. You didn't think this through. <laughs> no, did I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Go on. What's your first game? Uh, you first remember. game was at County. It was with my dad. Um, I can't remember the year it was, but it was. We were playing Huddersfield at Edgeley Park. Um, we we won two one. We were one 0 down at half time. I think John Daly scored. I can't remember who else scored in the game, but that, that's the first game I remember going to for me, think, Dad. Yeah, I think you're right. John Dale scored. Andy Welsh, I think, tore them a new one because he was really fast that day. And I went to the match with a Huddersfield fan who was my mate, and he said if it weren't for Andy Welsh, they, they'd have come out away that. I think they got relegated that season as well. So there you go. They, they were the days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when someone else got relegated. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Nice one. Okay, let's let's pick another one. Um, you'll be, They're not all football-related, which is... Uh, which is good. Okay, here's, here's, well, he, he writes them, so he knows. Yeah. No, I know, I know. But I, 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 what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I've not, I've not clipped all of the questions. Is, is what I'm saying. Uh, I can't, I can't ask Liam who's who's the best player he's ever coached. Can I? You know. <laughs> who's who's the footballiest footballer you've ever met? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've been introduced to. Come on, let's crack on. Let's crack on. Best friend in football. That's a, I mean. That's a tough one because I've got to choose now. Um, <laughs> the, the ones I hang around with the most outside of football are Sam Byrne and Dan Powell. And I think they both suck with me if I pick the other one. So I'm, I'll sit on the fence and say both of them. Nice. People in the comments uh, are quite certain that you and Sam are the same person. Yeah, um, we have had that. <laughs> you being on here has done nothing to dispel that. I, I can't wait to tell him that. It'll be fuming. So, uh... <laughs> um, okay, let's carry on. Your guilty pleasure. Um, I'll get I'll get pelters for this. I, I do occasionally go and watch Chelsea play. Oh, do you? We've so, got some. We've got a... some in our fan base that do that. Yeah. Um, I, growing up as a kid, my my like favorite football, the first football I can remember really liking watching was was Gianfranco Zola. Um, I was a centre half as a kid, so I always used to love watching John Terry play, and then it just built from there. And and now because. Obviously, going to county is work. I can't go as a fan and get, you know, pissed and, and have a chance and have a sing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do. I do occasionally go to Chelsea and, and do it there because I get the opportunity to just be watch a fan, which you, yeah. you, you miss sometimes when you the amount of times I've watched the, the Cheadle end or Bolton away and just thought, God, I'd, I'd, I'd rather be there than than where I am. So uh, yeah, it's, maybe it's, we should do like a media takeover. Right, we'll come and do your job on a Saturday, and you can do this on a Thursday. Then you can get on the piss on a Saturday. I'll have the drum. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> yeah. 
love it, love it. Uh, okay. Favorite film? Uh, I'd probably go with the the Shawshank Redemption. Nice, strong, strong choice. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like everyone says that, don't they? But it's it's definitely yeah. my favorite. Yeah, it's the it's the film that people who don't watch films say is the favorite film, but it's my <laughs> favorite film as well. I, so, I do yeah. I do watch a lot of films, but yeah, now that is that is my favorite. Yeah, fair same. enough. St- sticking with that theme. Most recent thing on Netflix. Uh, so I've just finished the first series of The Sinner. With with Bill Pullman in. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh since. yes, I've not watched yeah. it yet. Yeah, no, it's good. I like my my crime kind of stuff like that. So yeah, no, I enjoyed that. Nice. I'll give it a watch. Um, okay, and then we've got the last one is I'm leaning in now. Oh no, I knew this was going to come up, and again, I'm. <laughs> I get I get ripped to shreds for this on the coach, and you're gonna think I'm right weird, but I, I don't listen to music. I I, I I don't listen to music. I don't have a favorite wow. song. I don't have a favorite wow. artist. I, just, I get I get so much stick for it on the uh, on the coach, but just not my. I'm I'm always listening to podcasts instead. Well, so, uh, luckily, people have said this to me before that they don't okay. like music. If you've been the first person to say, I'd have fallen off my chair. But people yeah. have said well, that, before, that... I've, I've made them like playlists and stuff, and they've just been like, what, what are you doing this for? I don't like music. So that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I don't read books, and people have the same... No, no, Right, that's all I had. So that's you know, I I I quite enjoyed that. I know was that for you because obviously you ask you 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 do all the interviewing for these, don't you? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I prefer asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I did like um, I did like Dave Conlon's artist song one when he said it's got to be Oasis or Stone Roses, and I was like, you, you can come in, you can come to my bar anytime you want, and we'll, yeah. we'll play some, we'll have a beer and play Got some jukebox. Yeah. And have a beer and talk footy and play those. So yeah, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. I keep on using good stuff, don't I? I? Need to stop that. No, no. Keep doing it, mate. Keep doing it. Give the people what they want. <laughs> um, do you know what, Liam? It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, cheers, it's... mate. Thank you so much. No, thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. Um, yeah, cheers for that. We will we will get you back on at some point, and and uh, we'll look forward to that. Um, before we go. Um, have we got anything else, Nick? A bit of admin? Um... Yes, uh, admin-wise, I am just going to find it. Uh, so, sadly, uh, young Aidan Waters yeah. passed away recently, a big county fan. Uh, obviously, our condolences go to his family and friends, and there's going to be a 23rd-minute applause on Saturday. So, if I could spread the word, tell your mates. Tell everyone a nice little, uh, nice little tribute for Aidan there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other stuff, the the kids show still out, so you can you can watch that. Um, they'll be back. Uh, hopefully, got some some other other contributors to that who, who have who have uh, shown an interest. So that's something that we'll be doing, and then we have got a live show coming up, but we'll give you details about that in due course. We're just trying to sort that out, um, and then we have got coming up soon as well the the special fan show, which we'll expand on um, later. Uh, but we we're going to start doing a series of sort of. Sp- fans that have, that have supported the club for a long time and they can come on and tell their story or a family member can come along and tell their story. Um, so that should be interesting. 
probably get into some details that we we just do not know about because it was all before our time, which would be pretty good. Um, so that'd be nice. Um, oh, HB again, the next fan march is coming soon too. Um, so look out for details on that. Obviously, we'll share that as that comes along. Uh, the last one was really, really good. I think it got lots believe, of... Um... Yeah, media coverage is on there, Northwest tonight. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I let BBC know about it, made sure they were on Castle Street for it because it was good, man. Brilliant, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Yeah, it's really yeah. well done. It's very yeah. continental. Uh, I think <laughs> I saw, I'm not going to go through the comments to find it now, but I'm, I'm sure HB said it was going to be for the Notts County game whenever it, and the aim is to make it bigger and better than the Chesterfield one, which might be a stretch, but if anyone can do it, HB can and county fans can. That's yeah. my rallying cry. Yeah. It's a really good, it's a really good initiative, though, and it getting all the fans together and getting them indoctrinated into, uh, into, into what it means. Make it sound like a cult. Well, <laughs> no, but you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I, I I'm tail. It, yeah. no, it's, it's I think John was saying that the last time we had marches like that, were, there were protest marches. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's just, yeah, just a complete turnaround in the club, isn't it? So, no other march is just a show off. Yeah, like, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, we are the best. Look how great we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, today's um, LP for people for Ian Ian Dowden. Who see, I don't message Ian Dowden in time to ask. Ian, yeah, he asks mm. this will mean nothing to Liam, but it's the streets. A grand oh. come for free today, yeah, which features uh, dry your eyes is on it. Oh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, we won't be doing in May. Well, I, I might if we go up, I'm gonna cry. Oh, God, I will, seriously, yeah, yeah. tears of joy, but I, I'm pretty certain I'm gonna cry if we go up. Well, We'll cry together, mate. Let's do that. Let's and then do laugh. that. Laugh. <laughs> laugh because of all the shit teams we've left behind. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you lot took one hell of a beating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, but just one final thing. Training Oxford City's ground, using them as a training base rather than having to play them. <laughs> yeah. That's just, it's, that's just great, isn't it? Yeah. Feels yeah. so good. It really does. But we need to go up this season because Brackley are top of the National League North, so I'm not going there again, ever again. <laughs> yeah. <No. laughs> yeah. Well, we do, and, and the others will just get stronger. Wrexham, Wrexham will be a force next season, I'm pretty sure. So, um, so yeah. A uh, couple of quick comments before we go. Uh, the Streets underrated band, they've won multiple awards and stuff, so I don't think they really count as underrated. And... HB from Stockport to host a fan match on Castle Street. Properly, please. Must not, I repeat, not turn into an all-night rave. If you get that, you get it. If you don't, you don't. <laughs> Russ is going to message me at like three in the morning going, uh, yeah, I've just got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will, actually. I might ask you to explain it afterwards. Um, right. <laughs> Genuinely, because I don't know what you're going to do. Right. Um, oh. Okay, let's let's not do that here because that's that's not very good uh, podcasting, is it? Anyway, well, anyway, <laughs> I just don't get it. Right, um, and I'm sure I'm not alone. Right, Liam, thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure, and thank you to everybody that has watched live. There's been a lot of people, more than normal. So that must be you again, Liam. You're obviously some sort of like victory magnet or something, you know. Everyone just Liam. wanted to see what I look like. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next time I want it to be back to normal. So. They stayed for the whole hour though. They, they saw what you look like, and they obviously like it. Your, your milkshake definitely brings all the county fans to the yard. I need, Cheers, to, stop, I need to stop referencing music. Hey. Hey. Cheers, thank you. And with that, we will say good night, goodbye. See you next week. Cheers, everyone.
Thank you. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 